The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hey everybody, Dave Canyon here. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. Are you ready to dumb it down? I knew you would. I knew you were. I don't know why I asked it. I knew the answer already. All right, let's dumb it down. Got a big show today Today to do. Today to do. Uh, what is it? Saturday morning, September 9th. It is 8, 12 a.m. I'm leaving the job. Actually, I'm leaving a little place called Mobile on the Hill because uh, we get coupons for free dairy products. So I always like to load up on my free dairy products. Don't like to leave any free stuff on the table, if it's unless it's my table. So anyway, that's sometimes what I do uh, a couple times a week, depending on how many coupons I have. And sometimes I uh, bring the products home to my house, and sometimes I give it to other people who need my, uh, my coupons. So it's nice to help out. It's a good feeling. All right. Hello, dum-dums. Welcome to the Dumbcast. This is Dave Canyon, your one and only solo Dumbcast host for this show, the fastest podcast on earth called Dumbing It Down with Dave, as I record, uh, usually in my 2008 Kia Rio LX, but I'm not in that car because it had an accident, not with me in it, not even with my wife in it, somebody hit it in the driveway without even knowing it was there, I get, well, yeah, if they knew it was there, why would you hit it? Anyway, um, so it uh, has a crushed driver's side door. I say crushed. It's crushed enough. But um, I'm switching cars with my wife. I guess just in case uh, the mechanic calls and says, hey, I got your door. So this way, you know, we don't waste any time. She could just drive the car over there right away. So that's really the reason, other than me being embarrassed by driving a car with a crumpled door. Um, you know, it's embarrassing. You drive down the road, you see these people with these pieces of car that are crushed I'm like oh yeah yeah uh yeah it's a, it's embarrassing I'm, I'm embarrassed for them it's not like i'm a car snob i mean i'm driving a kia f- for pete's sakes uh which is a great car i still get 35 miles to the gallon and i think i got i know i got over 240,000 miles on that car so it's still a great car but you know it's not like uh you know highfalutin cadillac or a porsche or something like that but um so anyway also, I, uh, uh, one quick thing about cars, because I, I do have a lot to get to today. I have a lot to get to. Uh, thank you for tuning in, dum-dums, however you found it. I appreciate it. Dum-dums, term of endearment. No reason to be offended if it's the first time you're listening. Hello, dum-dums. Um, so anyway, uh, I am also, I'm always amazed when people drive down the road with cars that were sitting under a tree and there were birds in the tree. You know what I'm saying? You get it? I don't want to have to say it. So I'm, I'm always amazed like how gross that is. Like, really? I mean, you're just okay with driving a, a car with pigeon fecal matter all over it? I'm assuming it's pigeon. Could be robin. Could be jaybird. Could be bluebird. I don't know. Could be woodpecker. It just seems odd that you'd be fine with that. When I see, And I, it seems to happen more often, well, probably about once, maybe once a month, not twice a month, but once a month I see a car I go, what's wrong with you? Your car has issues. It's disgusting. We all know what that is. It's poop. It's bird poop. And the fact that you're okay with that, I find that fascinating. 
not really fascinating. Fascinating in a way like, what's wrong with you? It always comes back to that. What's wrong with you? Don't you want to take care of that? Okay, anyway, so let's get to it. Um, we're not going to do a mileage report today uh, because I'm in the, the Honda, not the Kia. And I did one yesterday. This is episode 80, by the way. 80. Why am I doing 80 the day after I did 79? Well, because I'm going to do a show in, reg- in, re- in reference or in regards to Podcast Movement 2017 from in Anaheim, California. I haven't done that show yet. I should have done that first. I actually should have done several shows from Anaheim, from Podcast Movement 2017. I always want to do one a day, at least, when I'm at the conference. I should have done 50 podcasts with all the people, the fascinating people I met from Podcast Movement. We're going to call it from here on in PM17. Instead of just saying Podcast Movement or Anaheim. I don't want to say Anaheim. Um, I'm going to say PM17. So you know what that is. In fact, it's hashtag, I think, PM17. Hashtag. I'm still not up on all that hashtag stuff. I don't really know. All right. So I got to stay on track here. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to do a show now. This is going to be PM17 in review uh, as much as I can. And then... Sunday, this Sunday afternoon, Eastern Time, about 1 o'clock, I'm going to be on the f- phone with um, Alex Exum from the XM Experience. By the way, that was his voice that you heard at the top of the show. And he says, and now, here's Dave. That's Alex Exum. He did the intro for me. He did, he did a great job. He turned the show around. He's largely responsible uh, for the success of the show because the intro was just really great and it really inspired me. Um... So anyway, uh, yeah, so we're going to do a show, because he's already done his show about podcast movement, so I have something to, to feed off of, because I know his opinions and his views and his feelings and his experiences. So I'm going to do, I just saw a woman smack a kid in the head. If that kid is crying, I should really call the police. She just turned and whacked him. Oh, no, he's laughing. She's laughing. I think he's crying. No, it looks like he's laughing. I don't know. Anyway, I can't tell. It lo- he looks like I do when I have to go to the bathroom. It kind of looks like I'm smiling, but I'm really grimacing. So it's really hard to... But she was laughing, so I'm assuming... Now she's holding his hand crossing the street. So I'm assuming that that's either her son or her brother. I don't know. I can't be involved in all this. It's just amazing that I had to see that. You know what I see a lot also? I don't see a lot of parents beating their kids. I see a lot of people spitting, mostly men, just spitting, just constantly spitting. I don't want to talk about this because I want to talk about podcast movement, PM17, but it is something that, you know, I, like I promised when I do this show, I'm not scripted and I just saw a woman or whatever she was swinging at the kid and then, you know, I, I, I had to mention it because it's real, it's happening, it's, it's what I see from the car and then, uh, so I'm bringing this up because uh, it reminded me that everywhere I go, I see people spitting. I haven't seen people empty an ashtray in a long time. I remember I remember for a while, I was constantly sitting in my car or a truck or whatever I'm driving. And I, I would be behind a car. Also, the door would open and out would come all these ashes and cigarette butts. I mean, just bleh, right on the floor. Like, wow, really? Couldn't hold on to that to the gas station? Couldn't You couldn't somehow get that in a bag, like out in the street? That's where you dispose of your ashes and... Uh, and your cigarette butts? It's not a bad, bad enough you want to pollute your lungs. Then your car must stink like hell. No offense to the, 
those of you who smoke. You do whatever you want. Um, but then you got to dump it out in the street. That just seems wrong. And so for the longest time, and it still happens, I'll be walking or driving, whatever it is, and I'll just turn my head. And it's, it's, it's like almost as if the powers that be want me to see this. I turn my head, all of a sudden I hear, and I see, you know, I don't understand that. And the boss that I used to work for, the, my boss who got fired, I would be in these conversations with him, and I go, oh, wow, this is great. I'm talking to the boss. I'm going to make an impact on my job, the job. You know, he's listening to my suggestions. He's validating me. And he'd be smoking, and at the same time, he's smoking and spitting. I'm like, maybe if you stopped smoking, you wouldn't be spitting. And why are you spitting so much from smoking? What is going on in your mouth that you have to dispose of it? And he doesn't even say, excuse me. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not a spitter. Sometimes when I run, like, you know, when I used to run a lot, like, yeah, every so often, like, Ugh. whatever's in my mouth, I don't want it to get rid of it. But I don't I don't make a habit of it. And I don't hock up stuff. I don't, like, try to make more of it than it is. Right? This is gross. I'm sorry, folks. My, I don't usually apologize. I'm going to apologize for that. I, I, if, if I listen back to it and I could delete it, I would delete it. But I'm, I'm going to listen back to it and whatever I record is, is done. It's in the show and we're burning up valuable PM17 in review. All right, so here we go. PM17, we're going to get right to it. We're going to get right to the it and dumbing it down with Dave. Pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. And I was looking for truth, happiness, uh, at the, and happiness at the podcast movement, PM2017, in Anaheim, California, at the Anaheim Marriott. Um... Okay, so, backstory. I wasn't going to go at all. I wasn't going to go. Short story of the backstory is I got a cheap ticket. Somebody, Maurice Cherry, I mentioned this in a previous podcast. Maurice Cherry, once again, whose business I can't remember, but he is involved in podcasting. Something having to do with lunch. I forget the name. It's just lunch, but that's a dating app. So or dating site. It's it's uh, it's about lunch. It's over lunch. Lunch is over. It's lunchtime. I don't know. I'm trying to like if I say 50 different things, I figure one of them will be the right name. But I'm blowing it. I, it something having to do with lunch, which by the way I think is a great name for a business because it got my attention. Anytime I see the word lunch or dinner or breakfast or food or free, I, I'm in. Like cafeteria, buffet. I love that word. Oh, buffet. That's a great word, isn't it? So. I think it's French for, you know, eat up and you'll be buff. Um, you'll be buffet. So uh, I wasn't going to go. I got the cheap ticket. I said, well, I got this cheap ticket. Let me see if I'm about getting a cheap flight. So then I found a cheap flight, although I had to check bags. I didn't realize I had to check my bags. So that kind of made the flight not as cheap. It was $25 to check the bags. And then there's a story that goes along with that flight. If I can tell you today, I'll tell you. But I don't really want to talk about that. But I, I had a I had a problem with with my carry on, um, so that made the flight not so cheap. But it was cheap at the time. And then I got a hotel, which was cheap. I got a nice cheap hotel. I didn't stay at the Marriott, um, so I found a great hotel around the corner. And I can tell you a story about the hotel, which was a it was a great great hotel and a great bargain. Uh, the La, La Cortona, uh, Cortana, Cortona, it doesn't matter. But anyway. So it all came together. I wasn't going to go. And one of the reasons why I wasn't going to go, because I was concerned, uh, well, it's in California, so you got the flight, you got the hotel. Unless you live in the town where the, where it is, you're going to have to get a hotel. Unless you have a camper, you know, a van camper or whatever. So who does? Who has that? Which podcaster has that? So not too many. A few do, but not too many. 
So I had to add it all up, and I was wondering, is this going to be worth it for me? At that time, I was 60-some-odd shows in. Is my show, Podcast Movement PM17, worthy? I didn't know. I really wasn't sure. And, of course, the promoters, who were very nice, and they're going to say, yeah, you should come. It's for everybody. Most people who go say they'll come back, which at this point in time, I'm going back. Philadelphia next year. Absolutely, I'm going to go back. But I'm not going to go back for the same reasons that other people go back for. I hope I can get to that. Got a couple of things here, a whole bunch of things here I hope I get to. So, I went. I wasn't going to go, and I went. And by the way, a lot of you know, if you've been listening to the show, I also went to another conference in in July that was not podcast-related. I went to Coda Can 2017, and that was a great conference. In fact... I spoke to my sister, who also went to the same conference. You know, it's for people uh, like me who are children of deaf adults. C-O-D-A. Children of deaf adults. CODA. And my sister went, and she said, and I said it before she said it, but not that it's a race or competition, but I kind of felt like it was a really well-run conference. I thought it was really... Everything except having the hotel at the end of the runway of an airport, which I think most of us found humorous, and we got used to it or we became deafer as the week went on and so many of them are interpreters already it's almost as if it's a self-fulfilling prophecy like a lot of these people were happy to be under the flight plan of YVR you know um, Vancouver uh, International Airport so that sign language that they do that interpreting is going to come in really handy when they lose the hearing so I think a lot of them were very happy about the whole being at the end of the runway of an airport and I'm not kidding folks go on the internet go on Google Maps and look up the um, the River River R-I-V-E-R River Rock Casino and Resort and uh, you will see uh, that it's at the end of the runway <laughs> in uh, Vancouver did I say Toronto? I think I, I said Vancouver so it's kind of humorous and it was loud and uh, I, I didn't like it but <laughs> You know, it reminded me of being at Shea Stadium years ago when the New York Mets uh, and Shea Stadium, and now it's City Field, but it's right on, underneath the flight pattern for uh, LaGuardia Airport. Same thing, just really loud. Um, other than that, no complaints. The hotel was fantastic. The conference was fantastic. So I had a great experience. So now I'm going to go to my second conference. I'm like, ooh, you know, pushing my luck here. I had a great conference. Very emotional. And it was, you know, there was withdrawal when I got back. I talked about it. I think in episode 72, 73, 74, and 75. I think I did about four or five CODA episodes. I don't remember. I don't have the list in front of me. I should make a note to myself to always have the list of shows in front of me. So I can refer to them. So you can find them. Okay, so I go. Uh, I did spend a little money. Not too much. Uh, The flight, everything was discounted. Hotel discounted. Tickets discounted. Uh... And the hotel that I picked, the La Cortona, I picked. I could have had the Hyatt, which is right next door to the Marriott. The Hyatt. I never stayed at a Hyatt. Or was it a Hilton? I think it was a Hilton. I'm sorry, not the Hyatt. Although I think there was a Hyatt there too. Um, the conference was at the Marriott. Uh, I could have gotten that for pretty cheap. They said it was like a $400 a night room. And on Hotels.com, they had it down to 104 And then eventually it went down lower than 100 but here's the problem. No continent, continental or intercontinental? Intercontinental is wrestling, Dave. <laughs> the intercontinental belt. You dummy. 
What a dummy I am. A continental breakfast. You know what? I don't know what a continental breakfast really means. I know that at the Cortona, La Cortona, it was a free breakfast. And I read the Google reviews, which, by the way, you know, I don't know. So many of these hotels that I've researched over the last couple of years. Dave, you really got to stay on track. Okay, real quickly. I know. I always say that real quickly. Uh, every time I book a room on Hotels.com and I go to TripAdvisor, it's so many of these horrible reviews. Horrible. You know, scathing reviews. Really bad person behind the desk and, you know, bad room, bed bugs, cigarette smell, you know, urine stains and noise from the... I think it's just horrible, horrible stories. And every hotel I've ever been to has always been the upper, like, four-star or five-star review uh, as opposed to the one- and two-star review. The three-star reviews are usually pretty fair. But I noticed that you really can't... Re- you can't rely on these reviews, which is is a little d- disconcerting, no, uh, upsetting, or alarming, or <laughs> I don't know. It's like, don't you want to be able to trust a review? Don't you think that everybody's as sensible as you are, and you know, will write a sensible review? But it turns out a lot of people are out of their minds, and I don't think most of the people who write the higher end, the four or five star reviews, are out of their mind. Uh, I think it's the uh, the one or two stars. Because they seem to focus in on something, and apparently whatever it is that they're focusing focusing in on ruins the trip for everybody, or, or for them. Anyway, so they got a free breakfast at the La Cortona, and that was the that was the end of the deal. I was like, all right, free breakfast. So, oh yeah, the reviews. A lot of the reviews for the breakfast were horrible. <laughs> and I go, I don't know. I've been in a lot of hotels that serve breakfast, and I've never had a, a hotel serve me a horrible breakfast. Never. It's always been like, well, if you don't like the eggs, have this. If you don't like that, you know, try. But usually, you know, between the cereal and whatever, you can find a decent meal out of that, out of that, you know, buffet. Anyway, the La Cortona had an excellent breakfast. Check-in was excellent. The people behind the desk were good. I, I gave them a nice review. Other than on, you know, here on Spreaker. I wrote that survey card. I really wrote something nice. Um, and when I get a chance, I wish I had the time, because I never do it. I go on Google. Google, I go and wherever they review these things, I would go and review it. Hotels.com. There's probably an email saying, Dave, are you going to review? Can we? Can you please review the hotel? We're kind of curious how it went for you. Yeah, I'd love to give a nice, positive review. I don't have time. All right, so anyway, um, oh, I feel a sneeze coming on. Um, I could pause it, right? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to sneeze. You're going to hear it. Almost. Hold on. Here. Hitch! Oh, yeah. Woo-hoo. Oh. Boy, you get to a certain age, a sneeze is almost as good as an orgasm. Wow. Oh, that was so exhilarating. Oh, coming through, you know, coming up through the nose and out. Whoa. <laughs> I need a cigarette. All right. So, um, the breakfast was fantastic. Sausage, eggs. We had pancakes. There was uh, cereal. You put the milk in there. They had the milk. They had the orange juice, the apple juice, uh, English muffins, uh, potatoes, Everything on a hot skillet. It was not underneath a lamp. They actually had stuff sitting in a skillet. And when it ran out of eggs or sausage, they would take the skillet out and they bring in another skillet. And it would be a heated skillet sitting on a heated element. And it would be great. So, breakfast was fantastic. And I wasn't the only people... Well, I guess we are going to talk about it. I wasn't the only cheapo. And I wouldn't say cheapo, but... You know, cheapo would have been $30 a night. But uh, I wasn't the only cheapo there. 
the people from Spreaker were there. Francesco, the owner, was there. And so was the entire support staff. It wasn't like the support staff was there and he stayed at the Hilton. They all stayed at the La Cortona. I felt very good about that. You mean I'm here with the guy who owns the company that I host my podcast on? Spreaker? Francesco? Really? I can understand if you put the support staff at the La Cortona and then he went over to the Hilton. But he didn't do that. They all stayed at the uh, La Cortona. And, uh, and a couple of other people. The running couple. Lisette. I think it's Mark. It could be John. But anyway, I just remember Lisette. Um, they were the running couple. They were very nice. As soon as I can, I'll, I'll uh, either mention them on the air as far as their website goes or their podcast. It's called The Running Couple. That's the name of the podcast, I'm pretty sure. But uh, they were great, and I'd love to listen to their podcast and promote it. Some. i got so many podcasts to listen to. I can't get to all of them right now. I'm just so busy. All right, so anyway, so it was a great hotel. Um podcast movement let's just get to it all right uh you know what at the end of the day let me just quickly get to the end of it just in case i drop dead and you know this is my last podcast uh, and you people don't what, what, what was his opinion i want to know i had a really good week a really good week uh my first night there i was supposed to get picked up at the airport by a, a friend of mine and she backed out on me like at the last minute, I think like the night before. Oh, I didn't realize how far this was from my house. I thought it was closer. Like, oh, I, I thought we had already discussed that, but I guess not. I had to open the windows, folks. So it was so hot in here. So she backed out of me, which turned out to be a blessing in disguise. The best thing to happen to me all week. Or not the best thing all week, but it was a good, it was an omen. Because I was able to do what I wanted on Monday night as opposed to being obligated to spending time with her because she came all the way from L.A. to pick me up at the airport. And then I found out that this bus, this super shuttle, it's called Super Shuttle. It cost me $11.68 with the tip included. And I still gave a tip on top of it. Eleven sixty-eight from the airport to the hotel. Big whoop. Not a lot of money. Not anymore. It used to be, but not anymore. So... By the way, it's so sunny out. Again, it's so sunny and I'm tired and the sun is right in my eyes. So I'm dealing with fatigue and I'm dealing with the pain of sunshine in my tired, over, overworked eye eyeballs. Oh my God, it's so painful. It is painful. Uh, okay, yeah. So Monday night, Gary Leland, Gary Leland from uh, co-founder of the podcast movement 2017, but actually just podcast movement, movement in general, ha- had a mixer. At a, at a place down the road that you could walk to, which I did. Fantastic. That was the primer for the whole week. That set the precedent. Because there I met Kim, who has a podcast. Uh, Kim D, the letter D, Snyder. S-N-Y-D-E-R. I don't remember the name of the podcast, but um, I do remember Kim. And when I get, if I get a chance, I'll put it in the show notes or I'll, I'll mention it again. I'm sure I'll be mentioning it, mentioning it again. So I met her. I met a woman named Becca, who later on wanted to be referred to as Bex. And she had a couple of uh, very kosher podcasts that I hope are funny, because her card was funny, and she was funny. So, And she was a very nice person, Bex. And, uh, I, uh, oh, I met a guy named Dylan. He was great. So it was good. The mixer was good. It was good to be at a mixer. Uh, I was instantly in friend mode, and I had the business card, and we're doing a lot of exchanging of ideas and uh, just talking about each other's podcast and I'm in interview mode I'm acting as if I'm interviewing all of them 
but you know, I'm asking them questions. I want to know everything about them. So that's why it sounded like an interview. Um, or an audition, you know, something like that. More like an interview, though. So, oh, I'm getting tired. I can't wait to end this podcast. I hate to say it, folks. I'm really tired. But I got to do this so Alice can hear my views. Um, so that was my primer. And for the whole week, I was in interview mode. I was constantly asking people this story. How much, you know, this and how long that and why about this and, you know, how do you feel about that? It was like, all, you know, just natural conversations that I wish I had recorded because I met a lot of people and I would have gotten a lot of good podcast uh, information and uh, entertainment. So my one downfall was some of the breakout sessions or whatever they want to call them, seminars or something like that. Uh, I thought I walked out on about two or three of them. Alex talks about it on his last show, Alex Exum, the Exum Experience, EXUM. Uh, I walked out on one with him. I mean, he was sitting next to me. I said, I got to go. <laughs> this isn't happening for me. I walked out on another one. So I might have walked out on only three, but uh, I think I could have walked out on more of them. So they just seem to be repetitive and very general and a couple of problems I had so this is going to be over a half an hour okay I'll tr- let's see it's definitely going to be over a half hour I'm going to try to end it before 40 minutes how about that it'll be a little bit longer of a show um, I had a problem with this phone the phone that I have in my hand right now this Android phone and uh, I had I ended up rebooting it Jim Tollison why do I say it's either Tollison or Collison but he has a Gadget Guy show. I should get the link. You know, if I'm mispronouncing his name, I apologize. I'll get the link and I'll put it in the show notes. He he spends a lot of time with me. He really does like working with gadgets and solving problems. He really did enjoy it. And uh, But it took a while to reboot the phone and all that. And uh, I was obsessed with it. Remember how I've done a show where I get stuck in the muck? You know, the muck of the mire or whatever? Uh, I was in it. And I was in it because of this phone. I just really couldn't get past... The fact that my phone wasn't working. I had to delete my Twitter account because I downloaded uh, um, uh, the Uber account because I thought I was taking the Uber. And uh, it was just a mess. I think that was the beginning of the end was um, downloading the Uber app and getting rid of these other apps. Anyway, it really consumed me. It really did. But even if it didn't, I don't know if I would have enjoyed sitting in these rooms and listening to these people talk about monetizing this and monetizing that, you know, with these crazy show descriptions that a lot of them weren't even accurate. Um, so I was very disappointed in several of the breakouts. But I'm admitting to the fact, first of all, you know me, I'm exhausted. And I sh- probably shouldn't be in a room listening to people talk because I'm exhausted. But I can be motivated. If it's a great topic, I can get motivated. Um, on Tuesday, I paid for something for a breakout session unrelated to podcast 17 p.m. 17 it was unrelated but it was podcast related so it was one of those pre-conference things that you can go to Uh, I paid some money very small amount like $25 we were promised about $400 in swag now when you say swag to me what do you think when I say swag to you what do you think you think you're getting stuff? Like you're getting all different stuff? Well, that didn't happen. 
we've got some discounts if we sign up with him to do this guy to do PR and this other woman to do uh, to do social media. But you know, I guess that's where you get the discount, the swag, the swag discount. Oh yeah, we're gonna give you stuff. Yeah, you're gonna you'll be able to sign up for less. Anyway, oh my eyes are getting really tired. You know how you know what happens when I get tired, folks. I might have to do a part two. So. Uh, I'm making a loop-de-loop. So anyway, so uh, somebody just honked a horn at somebody else and got a little crazy here in the toll plaza. Anyway, so um, where was I? Let me get my thoughts together here, folks. Just uh, let me see. Uh-oh. Let me see. Let me see. Am I st- oh, I'm still recording. All right. There you go. Let me get my head together here for just a second. This doesn't happen to All right, I'm back. So anyway, I took off the sock. I got to put the sock back on. Are you hearing this? All right, the sock is back on. All right, so I, I was in, I paid for something. So Monday was the mixer. Monday night was the mixer with Gary Leland. Great job, Gary. And it was great to meet people. There was some other famous people there. There were some rock stars that I, I sat next to Rob Walsh, I guess. I didn't know who he was. I mean, I heard the name. But, you know, I'm not into rock stars. Like, ooh, a rock star. No, I just want to meet people. I don't care that you're a rock star. But I guess I could have struck up a conversation, and I didn't. But I didn't know who it was. And would have it made a difference if I knew who it was? Well, uh, I don't know. I, I sat down at a table. I started talking to Kim. Oh, I met a guy named Emmett. Emmett was supposed to come and help me with my phone because I posted something on the on the fake book. He said he might be able to help me, which he wasn't able to, which is fine. No big deal. Uh, oh yeah, Jim uh, Cor- 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 Cornels. I, I gotta get the name. He has Gadget Geek News or something like that. Really, it loves fixing things. It was unbelievable how much time he gave me. Um, so Tuesday, that was Monday night with the mixer. Tuesday, I paid for this thing. I'm not gonna mention the guy's name. I I I, I, don't, I could. I'm not gonna bash him. I paid twenty five dollars. He said it was worth four hundred dollars or two hundred dollars for all this information he was gonna give. And I kind of felt, I think I got there about 8. It was either starting at 8 in the morning or 9 in the morning. I can't remember. And then it ended uh, like at 5 or something. I bailed about 3 o'clock. Somewhere about 3 o'clock, 3.30 I bailed. I walked out. I had had enough. Now, like I said, oh yeah, that's what I was talking about. I was, you know, I went into this thing, this whole event exhausted. You know I was exhausted. Sleep deprivation, brain degradation. And I'm listening to a guy talk, or different people talk, about all different ways of monetizing this and, you know, making money from that. And I kind of felt like most of it was self-serving, you know. I mean, the he had, he had these these guest speakers. One guy came up to one of the the final nails of the coffin. This guy came up. I don't know his name. He had, he held a book in his hand, like he the way he held it. Do you remember the movie Truman? Where everybody's in on it except for Truman. Well, I kind of felt like that was what was happening with me. This guy was like holding a book in his hand, and he didn't put the book down the whole time. No matter what he was doing, his elbow was bent, and he had this book in front of his chest the whole time because he wanted everybody to see that book the entire time he was talking. And that really started to piss me off. And I, I'm going to talk about this one day, maybe. But you know, what is it going to take for me to have the guts to say, sir? Like raise my hand and go, sir. I have a question. Like, oh, oh yeah, of course. Well, we love to take questions. Go ahead. What's your question? Um, are you ever going to put down your book? 
Can you put it down? I mean, I know you wrote it. I know you're proud of it. I know you want us to buy it because he offered to, um, you know, do the signature thing at the end of the class, you know, the, whatever you call it. Um, sign the book, you know. <laughs> I was totally not interested in that. But it was just, it got annoying to me that he wouldn't unbend the elbow and he just stood there holding the book at the, at the lower, like the lower left-hand corner or lower right-hand corner of the book. So it wouldn't obstruct anything, whatever it could potentially obstruct. I found that really self-serving and annoying. And I really didn't think he had great information. He was talking about signing clients and I have no idea what he was talking about. And I really had to negotiate. Am I tired? Or am I just unintelligent today? Am I not sharp? Or is this guy a douche? But I still kind of err on the side of douche. Ugh. Anyway. Older, older guy with a suit and tie and it was really hopeful that he was going to be inspirational. But he wasn't. Rob Walsh was the best guest of the day. I think his name was Rob Walsh. I think that was him. I think he's from Libsyn. I don't even know. Um, so I walked out. And then uh, it turns out that podcast movement, PM17, had stuff scheduled that day anyway. But it wasn't really part of the, the entire conference. So there was an orientation that went on from 3 to 5 o'clock. And I showed up about 3.30, 3 4 o'clock. And I, went to, I snuck out of the one thing I paid for. And then I went to orientation where I met, um, I, I, well, Matt, I knew Matt Neff was there. And I met the running couple. And I met Stu Back, S-T-U-B-A-C-K, from Backtrack History that you can also find on Google Play. Backtrack History, very interesting, very well done show. Very entertaining. Informative, compelling, and entertaining. History on Ice. It was great. It's called Backtrack History. B-A-C-K. Backtrack History, and it's on Google Play. It might be on other things, too. Great show. Stu does a great job. And then Matt Neff does Entree Nito, and he does a great job, too. Excellent job. And uh, supposedly he has like 80 episodes, but for some reason Stitcher only shows 40. Oh, wow. Right, we're pretty way over. All right. I got to do a part two, right? I got to do a part two. Uh, no, uh, let me see. Let me see if I can get it in the next five minutes. So what's what's the end of all this? I'm going to go to Philadelphia. I already bought my early bird ticket. Uh, I think it's worth it to go no matter what stage of podcasting you're in. Obviously, the le- less amount of money you spend, the better. Uh, I'm a networker. I enjoy networking. I think I found that out about myself. Uh, through through both conferences, I didn't know I was that good at it. I'm not bragging, but I'm just saying, you know, I go, I, I met a lot of people, I shook a lot of hands, I exchanged a lot of business cards. My follow up, my social media follow up sucks. I'm horrible at that. But the meeting of people, very good at, and I had a great time meeting these people. My success from PM17 was in the hallway. That was my success. I met a lot of people. And my success comes from patrolling, not trolling, but patrolling the hallway, giving out my business cards, asking questions, being friendly, being cordial, all that stuff, being interested, which I really was. I am interested. You know that. I like people. I like people when they're interesting. I like when they're positive. I like when they're making things happen. And you had all of that in the show. Uh, Some of the breakout sessions, I didn't like. I walked out. I walked out at least... I think three of them. 
They showed us a movie called The Messengers. It's a documentary that Chris Komitsos from Florida, who's probably hunkering down because of the tornado, Irma, that's coming up the Florida coast or Florida inland or wherever it's coming up. But it's hitting Florida, I think, tomorrow, the 10th. Um, he did a movie called The Messengers. It was fantastic. Fantastic documentary. I got more to say about that, but I'll say it in another episode. Uh, I'm going back to I'm going back to PM uh, 18 in Philadelphia, and I'm going to be way more prepared. Uh, I did make some progress, uh, not only by meeting people, but on the expo floor there were all these businesses that you could talk to these businesses about microphones and hosting your 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 show on the web server, you know, the server and all that crap. So there's a lot to learn. There's a lot of people to talk to. I met Rob Greenlee when I was there. That was exciting. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer, Rob Greenlee. And the and the support staff. Uh, Giorgio, um, Chara, and Tonya. Three kids from Italy. Fantastic. Excellent kids. And Giorgio helped me because I had a problem with my app, my Android app. And he helped me right there. It took five minutes. Would have taken me five hours. It took him five minutes. Uh... If you have the money, why not? Go. Go to Philly. I went to Anaheim. Did I know anything about Anaheim? No. Oh, also I got a roommate. I had a roommate uh, at the last, sort of at the last minute, uh, which saved me some money. So if you can afford it or you can make it affordable, then do it. At the very least, you get a vacation to somewhere. If you don't like what, you, what you're doing, then walk away. Just walk out. That's all. Go away. I'm just forcing to stay. You know, ask questions, meet as many people as you can, try to stay awake as much as long as possible. I, uh, I did a, I did get more sleep at PM17 than I did at Kodakan. Kodakan was like a couple of hours. At PM17, I was sleeping about four or five hours a night because I also had a roommate and I didn't want to like keep him up. You know, I wanted to be respectful. I think only one night that I get home before him. Well, he was only there for three nights. Anyway. I think it was the last night that I actually got back before him. And then we watched a car chase together. A California car chase. That was hilarious. All right, so um, Alex and I are going to discuss this on his show. And uh, I think we're going to feed each off, off each other very well. And uh, I think it was good. I, I My success was in the hallway, meeting people. I said that already. I should have done more expo, uh, expo floor work where you meet the different vendors. I should have spoken to them more. To get a better understanding of equipment and stuff like that. But I, I did meet enough people. And, uh, you know, next year I'll do better. Next year I'll be more prepared. And uh, it was good. I give it a thumbs up. It was very difficult to put that to put it all together, I'm sure. And I think the promoters did a great job. Uh, I, I guess I could, I could complain about the breakout sessions. But they seem so... Whatever, that's the word. Because I'm not that experienced. I, at seventy some odd episodes, I'm still novice, I guess, but not that novice. Uh, there's no way. Um, I don't know. Am I even making sense anymore? Uh, it, it was good enough. Everything was good enough. And I'm happy, and I'm going back. Thumbs up. All right, two thumbs up. It doesn't really matter. All right, folks. Almost forty minutes. Let's let's end this the way it is. I have more to say, but I'm getting you know really fatigued. I went ten minutes over the half hour. I think I gave you some stuff. Uh, I can I'll, uh, check me out with Alex Exum, and um, I'm sure we'll be talking more. I'll have notes. I'll try to be prepared, and it'll all be good.
Podcast Movement 17, Anaheim, California. Big success as far as I'm concerned. I'm looking forward to 18, and I might go to that one in Orlando too. I'm, I, there's one in Washington, D.C. right now called uh, Mid-Atlantic or something. I'd love to go. I'd love to go. I'd love to go to all of them. I'd like to meet all these people and do a lot of more interviews. Next year, I'm going to be a big interviewer and do a lot of interviews. All right, that's it. Goodbye. Good day. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed and great skills. Good luck with, uh, with those of you that live in Florida. I hope I hope everything works out. Oh, did I say uh, Monica Rivera? She does a show called You Want to Do What? She's on Google Play. Monica Rivera, I think is her name. And uh, I've already tried to contact her a couple of times, but maybe I'm creeping her out. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't heard from her. And then, um, and of course, uh, uh, Stu Back from Backtrack History. And of course, uh, there's always my old favorites, uh, Awesome Insanity Surfers with uh, Linda Irwin. Awesome Insanity Surfers. And then there's... Um, What's the other one there? Oh, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, yeah, uh, Taking Over the Globe. My brother from another. That's right, Taking Over the Globe with Jeff the Spark. So anyway, making uh, expanding my circle of friends and my podcast friends. Take care, folks. Great to talk to you. Bye. Oh, did I mention at Done With Dave, Twitter, at Done With Dave. And uh, website is going to be uh, improved hopefully soon. Dumbing it down with David Yahoo. No, that's my email. Dumbing it down with David Yahoo.com. There's a B in dumbing. And then there's a, then there's a Twitter. Email is dumbing it down with David Yahoo.com. All right, so there you go. You got everything Twitter, site, email. All right, that's Duffy. Goodbye. Bye. And hey, that was episode 80, right? Episode 80. Stay tuned for 81 and look for me and Alex Exum and the Exum experience to do a separate show. I hope we come through. Bye.